של אימור. וידבר השם על מוישה ועל אהרן לימור, we're using now a very special standard. The standard belongs to Rabbi Yoyner Schwarz. Have a seat to Alexander. Видите, все из-за вас. Excuse me. Rabbi Yoyner Schwarz was a very special person. Whoever remembers him, I... I certainly will never forget him. Somebody who was able to be comfortable in any, wherever he was. With young children he was comfortable. With older people he was comfortable. And he, was a, he was a really delightful, very wise person. Darab Zaman. Yagudur or Rabbi Yoyna. Rabbi Yoyna Schwarz, Chava Shrecher's father. Yonah Schwarz. Who's from there? This is his tender. This is his tender. You know what? He remembered what problem he was given at the admission, the college admission test. At the age of 70-something. At the age of 90-something. What? Well, he would got admitted to college at the age of, like, yes, 17 or 18, and at the age of 96 or 95, he remembered the problem he was given. Oh, he would, ah, that, he remembered, yeah, yeah, he was incredible. The man, I was like, to blow shoifer for him, the last, last Rosh Hashanah of his, uh, of his life, he was 90, almost 99. No, he was 97, he passed away at the age of 97, I guess. No, no, no. He, he was uh, 90, uh, 99, or maybe almost, almost 99, almost 99. So I went, he was already very weak, which for the last few months, but that when he came time to blow shoifer, when he came time to say the bracha, he almost jumped out of bed from, from excitement. And he told me something that we should all remember. He said they, they, they were so uh, into... Um, they believed in communism so much. He said, we believed in it so much, we were willing to give our life for it. Wow. He said, but now that I have Torah, that I have Shabbos, mm-hmm. I don't understand how I was able to live without it. Because mm-hmm. what, what, what the common denominator by him was that he was a truth seeker. He was a seeker of truth. So it made no difference then that he was in his 90s, that he was in his 80s. If this was the truth, that's what i do. That's proper, I think, to mention, we, this past week we lost... Someone who fought for the truth very, very much by the name of Dr. Zev Zelenko. Yeah. He was a true tzaddik because he was tzaddik. He did what was right, even what, he was e- right. what even right, even, even, even he was persecuted, he was hurt, he wasn't well. But he, why did he do it? He did it because he believed that this was going to help people, and it did help a tremendous amount of people. In the whole, he, he saved an unbelievable amount of people. He saved their lives. At risk of his own, he, was, he wasn't well himself. He didn't have, you know, cautious, he didn't have strength, but he, he exerted himself all the way for the sake of the other person. And that's one of the main characteristics of, of uh, you know, Ayid, Rachmanim, Baishonim, Goyim Lechasodim, right? Merciful people. Humble people, and those who are. Um, the, the yesterday who do, was the first uh, uh, Shabbos I didn't say Misha Beirach was a Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I saw. And though, uh, although I had uh, like different views of this right, thing well, because of my the, uh, the doc, the relative doctors, but what I respected him for, <coughs> right, is he and his opinion. Right, and he wasn't and afraid. He he was able to fight for it the right way. Right, and he would never say, "Oh, you know what? I uh, renounce my opinion because the majority right. say that I'm wrong." Right, I think I'm right. Mm-hmm. I have my own like research. Right, they have their own research. But another interesting, I, important thing: he didn't stoop to the levels of those that tried to hurt him. He didn't stoop to the levels of nothing dirty. He was. He was. A, he was. A, he was. Emerson, he was a. Tzad, he was a tzaddik. He was someone who was his righteous. A, his opinion hurt very much. Uh, interest of uh, <coughs> pharmaceutical. Company. That's right. 
Well, but, but, okay, let's not get into that discussion right now. We'll go. So we're gonna. No, I, I went but, through a, 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 just a big. I have a, a far relative who was the founder of uh, Saint Petersburg Pediatric uh, Medical School. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Yehudis Mendel. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, she was a, 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 like. A, so she was a crazy communist, right? But when things started happening, the repression started, she exerted herself to save her political opponents, you know? So being a crazy communist, she would like use her personal influence, risk her personal life, right? Because you know, I mean, just if you like protect the enemies of the people, means you're in yourself, right? right? So she risked getting repressed to save her political opponents. You know, because, and that's what I, what I always mention when people start fighting on political issues on something and take it personally, right? 100%. Yeah, Shakoya, thank you very much. So let's take a look over here. Huh? saying, This is the decree. This is it of the Torah which Hashem has commanded. Which is what? The requirements for a Pora Aduma which has the power to purify us from the most intense of tumas, of impurities, tumas mes, for example, tumima, it should be whole, without a blemish, that doesn't have a blemish, that did not carry any yoke, did not carry any load. Give it take it out of the Camp the shochat oisel the phone of each and shechted in front of him. The lokach alozer akoyin midoma beds boy he takes with his finger part of that blood. The hizoel noichach pnei oil moed midoma shava pelmin. And he sprinkled some of the blood toward the front, or the tent of meeting, the oil moed seven times. The sorof es aporo leenov. Someone shall burn the cow before his eyes. Es oiro its hide as besora its flesh ves domo. And its blood, al with its dung shall be burned. Now, what does the koyin do? Velokach koyin eats eres. He takes cedar wood, the aziv and hyssop, ushnis and crimson thread, the hishlech al and he puts them that into the burning of the cow as well. After that, the chibes begodav koyin verochas b'sarav amayim. He should wash his clothing, wash himself. The acher yovel amachner. He should the koyin himself has to toivel. The one that burns the cow, also and he shall remain, also, he has to immerse himself in the water, he shall remain contaminated to be Tomei until the evening. And then, then a pure man shall gather the ash of the cow and place it outside the camp in a pure place. And this shall be for Klal Yisrael a safekeeping to be used for for water of sprinkling. This is what the, was able to be sprinkled and purify people from purify Klal Eden from Tumah. And it shall be for, for Klal Yisrael for the um, the one who gathers the ashes should also have to wash his clothing. The tummy out horev, and um, he'll be impure until the evening. And this will be for Klal Yisrael and for the ger, for the for the proselyte, for someone who comes to be with us. Who do, meaning so, this is a reference to ger toishev as well. Someone who lives together in the camp of Klal Yisrael, all are, are bound by this by this decree, by this choik. 
<clears throat> so let's take a look at Rashi. Why is it ne- why is it necessary for it to be referred to as a chayk? Rashi, but there's a rule in Rashi. Whatever Rashi says, there's always a question. He won't necessarily articulate the question, but we have to keep in mind that Rashi was bothered by something, and that's why he wrote what he wrote. Every single Rashi, pretty much, is like that. In Chumash, in Tanakh, in Shas, in general, Rishonim, when we look at Rishonim, especially the earlier Rishonim, usually that's, that's the way of writing. Tosis, you will find Tosis will say the question, when the other Rishonim will say the question, articulate the question. But Rashi especially, many will. there's always a question behind, which is not articulated, but you can see the question and see how we, and appreciate how he's answering that question through the way he phrases um, whatever he says. So, the fisha has sotten the umas oilam, moinen es yisrael, loimer ma mitzvah azois, umatam yeshba, lefiko kosav bo huko, gzeri melafonai elachorishush lahar rachadera. Right, this is this is the the, the example. The, when you want to give an example of a choyk, we have chukim and mishpatim. The Torah is made up of law. A choyk is a law without an explanation. This is the classic example of such a thing. Meaning that it is. What does that mean? This is important to understand. It's not just do this because I said so. <coughs> it's not about it's not about control. It's about that this is beyond our understanding. And when we, underst- when we understand that there are certain things that are beyond our understanding, that sometimes is the biggest form of knowing. I don't remember right now, there's a Pasuk by Yosef HaTzadik, which um, brings this out in a very, very profound and beautiful way. Meaning that it's be- because Satan and the nations, this is what Rashi, they'll say, what's the purpose of this commandment? Right, so the Torah says that this is a decree of the one who gave the Torah, and it's not for anyone to question. So now the question is, since when do we find, we have many, many different uh, halachas, and there are many different mitzvahs. Right, so why, we don't really find by every single mitzvah, by Shabbos, for example, or by Tzvillim, that we're busy trying to figure out ways how to answer, up, how to answer the Goyim. We don't. We find. I never saw a Rashi like this in any other any other place. I mean, by 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 Tfilin, I, I don't see such a Rashi. By Shabbos, there's no such Rashi. You know why you're doing this for? So you say because whatever. Yeah. I believe that this the reason is because for every single halacha of Shabbos or so so, you can technically find an explanation. Here I also could. You don't have to, but you can take me. But for this mitzvah, you cannot find anything. Why not? For this, that's uh, the way it works. Go, go, for, go for, no, go find any reason for, for, for this explanation. For for this in, in, for Shabbos, you, uh, I can g- give you. A, I don't know. Can you explain to me why vitamin C uh, uh, strengthens your immune system? Can you, re- can you really explain it to me? Well, the doctor won't explain it to you. Not necessarily. Biochemistry. Who will show you biochemistry? Uh, could you? So here also, so here all fine. So here also, I could show you biochemistry that when you have this, this uh, ashes, it can uh, has certain properties and certain cells and whatever I don't know whatever it does that it that it, it, it on, on a spiritual realm that it's able to take off ritual impurity. I don't know. I can make some explanation like some theorem like well, that. I'm sure. That, that's, 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 that's a mystical explanation. Well, the same way you tell me this uh, physics of of uh, vitamin C, because you understand that. But for no, me, I, I understand. Well, you don't understand it. Fine. So this is the same thing. Sure. This is the way it is. On Hilchas Shabbos, give me any Shabbos night. We'll explain it to you non-religious way. Imagine, imagine somebody non-religiously. Yeah. Oh, really? Why can't I cook? Oh, here it is. Let's say Hasfasholim, but. A reform said that Moshe or whoever what was it made it a lot, right? No. And what he wanted is he wanted slaves, right, and people and women especially, which were exploited at that time by their husbands, to have a rest. 
So if you want to say, uh, so cooking is, is allowed, right? Then somebody would say, hey, go cook for me, right? And then uh, I have a feast, you know, I, I have- So what's wrong with guests, that? Why, why is that Chil Shabbos? Because, let's say, from the position of reform, right? Why am I busy with reform for? No, no uh, what I, I say that, uh, uh, so if, if somebody says, you know what, there is a rationale, I mean, human rationale, not necessarily something we don't understand. Is, or let's say, for the reason, Hashem didn't want, right, women to get exported. Hashem didn't want slaves to be exported, right? So that's why he said, don't cook, right? Otherwise, somebody would say, okay, fine, now it's Shabbos, I have 35 guests, go cook for them, right? And there's going to be no Shabbos for his slaves or his wife, right? So there's going to be no rest. Why? He'll go take a rest afterwards. Go cook for 100 people and take a rest. No, 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 but this is much deeper. What? Now he's saying that he can really, he can explain rationally every mitzvah in the Torah. Yeah, but this one has no explanation. But Alexander believes that he can explain every single mitzvah in the Torah in a mm. rational level besides for this one. So because I started off with, because the original question that I asked you, let's let's stay focused, we're, we're on a clock over here. We're, 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 exactly, we're, we're on a clock, we're on a clock. I can bring you physics why it's healthy, let's say. Uh, fine, what's uh, Rabbi say? saying? We're, not, we're on a clock, yeah. we, have, we, have, we have to cover Chumash, yeah. Nevi'im, Ksuvim, Mishnayis, Gemara, Halacha, and Ashkofa in 45 minutes. We're already running late. So these are, this is an amazing discussion which we can have till tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to address one point of here. Right, so why is it necessary? We don't find by any other mitzvah, by, by Tefillin, you don't find that the Rashi to, that the Torah is telling us something. Why? Rashi is explaining. The reason this is ref, referred to as a choik, is because that we should have what to tell the nations of the world and for the Satan. Why are you doing this? That's what God said. That's beyond our comprehension. First of all, is it going to help? One. Two. So it will, because if you explain it properly, it does. Um, but why, why are we busy with that? Why do, why do I care what they say? Why do I have to be busy with what he tells me, what they tell me? So the Ramban had this question. Rabbeinu Moshe ben Nachman, and he says the following. And you could look at note number, uh, the first note on the bottom of those blue chumashim, that this particular commandment invites the taunts of heretics because it is performed outside the temple. As if to propitiate the demons of the field. Toysus and Avodah Zarah says that one should not try to explain this precept because God gave us His best and most secret commands in the form of a divine kiss. As it were like the intimacy of a lover to his beloved. There's no explanation there needed. And that's something that cannot be comprehended by someone who's not in that relationship. We have a unique relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom. There are certain things that are not for, the, that are not for outsiders. It's not for them. And that's what the Rabbi Shalom is telling us over here. That's what it is. And now you understand what Chazal tells us, Darshan. Chazal Darshan. Where is it? Right? The, 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 the proximity of the two parshies. Pora Duma. And and Tumas Mes, so, because the how could you understand? Why should I? The Chazal explained what is this referring to? The Divrei Torah. How how do you how do you maintain Divrei Torah by yourself? Elim There are many pshatim until your last breath to be willing to give your life for the Torah. Why? Why should I be willing to give my life for something? Because when you understand that this is something that's beyond any intellectual human explanation. It's something that has to do with the most intimate parts of our relationship with the Rabbi Shalom. I don't need to explain that. A husband doesn't have a theological, logical explanation why he's going to risk his life to save his family, to save his wife. 
A wife doesn't, doesn't have an intellectual explanation why she's going to risk her life to save her husband. But they do it, right? A father will run into a fire for his child. Does that make sense? No. We know, I know such a person. Right? Many of us know him. I'm not going to mention his name just for confidential, but there was a fire in their house. It was Yontiv. I heard him how he was telling me. He was, they had to hold him back from running back in. I know another man. Fortunately, lost lost the child. He ran, he ran. He got hurt because he ran back in. Let the firefighters do it. They know how to do it. They're professionals. You're not thinking. It's beyond. It's beyond intellect. It's deeper than intellect. Because it's 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 you. It's you. If if you're gonna if someone is gonna go and start explaining a relationship between a father and a child, between a husband and a wife, in an intellectual format. He's off, he's off his rocker. It doesn't make sense. Go ask someone who's married for 50 years. Right? How do you still love each other? Because it's love. There are ups and downs. There are many different type, type times in a relationship. There are good times. There are hard times. Right? We see it with business partners all the time. Right? They're doing well. They're not doing well. The, partner, the partnership dissolves. Partner, you have a good partnership. That's unique. <coughs> right? <coughs> because it's something that's beyond intellect. So that's now that's the Zoy's Chukasatoyer, and that's the answer. This is something that's beyond. What does it mean that it's beyond intellect? Not I said so. It's I'm giving you something that's so deep and so amazing because that's what we have between each other, us and the Rabbanu this, this is what the Ramban said. This is what the Ramban explains. It is axiomatic, however, that since all the laws of the Torah are products of God, God's in, intelligence, any human inability to comprehend them indicates the limitation of the student, not the teacher. As the sages expressed, that there is nothing meaningless or purposeless in the Torah, and if it seems so, it is only a product of your own deficiency. This, said, said, this is what the Rambam says. Now, and now keep in mind, all the other mitzvahs also have a part of it that we do not understand intellectually. Certain mitzvahs, this is the Chinuch writes, the Sefer Achinuch writes this when he explains the different reasons for this, different mitzvahs. This doesn't mean that this is the ultimate reason of the mitzvah. There is a part and dimension of the reasoning behind this mitzvah that we don't, do not and will not comprehend so long as we are in a physical body. Certain mitzvahs, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us a little bit to understand, to connect, to appreciate. But then there is a, ta- a, a madriga of choyk, like we just said from the Ramban, which is deeper than anything. And that is, you don't even you don't even begin to, to scratch on that surface because it's you're gonna kill it. There's certain things that are beyond. There are certain things that are unique, as he says. The Gemara brings in the Gemara of the Zara. Again, we'll repeat it. So don't even get into the discussion because the most secret commands, because Hu gave his best and most secret commands in the form of a divine kiss. This Tosfos says this. That's what it is. All right, let's take a look at the Haftarah. Mm-hmm. This one. 1187. No, Rambam, I Rambam. And the Rambam says, yeah. What? No. Huh? I... It's the Muslim, but it's saying what, the, what Rashi is telling us with, with others and with people that challenge it, don't get into the discussion. That, that, that's, now, now look back at the Rashi and look at the beauty of his Spisfiski. Exactly. It's very specific. Satan and Umasa'ilam. Yourself, you're learning, you're learning for Shem Shemaim. Learn it. Right? But don't get into the discussion trying to prove it. Why? Yes, no. That's it. And, and, it's unbelievable. Uh, Not a single word is extra. Yes. So what's the explanation in that show? What? So, uh, so what, why does Russia say it only about... Because don't, he's saying don't get into a discussion about it because this is something that's beyond intellect and it's something that's the most deepest and most something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us in the form of a divine kiss. Al Pitois, Pitois says it in Avedizara. And those things you don't explain. There's no need to explain them. Like, the question remains is 
why uh, does he say it about specifically this mitzvah, not some other mitzvah? Oh, that? Because that's one thing that the, the Goyim will... Um, they will ridicule more than others. Yeah. Uh, that would be, uh, uh, that would so there's more of a reason to be. Um, I got it. I got it. So this and other mitzvahs and, and other mitzvahs, there is a way to explain. To, uh, oh, that's like I said. You know what I mean. There is a way, but it's still, again, it's still yeah, nothing more. Like, I had. I had. What was this? This was last week, that's Tuesday. Shmulek, remember? What? We were, we were standing by the bus stop, yeah. and someone came over, oh. and he told us, uh, and he and he asked me what the tits are all about. Yeah. Huh? So I wanted to tell you then that was that's an example. No, when, Yes, the strings. Are. What the strings are? No. Yeah. Yes, the... Oh. oh, yeah. The strings, no? The strings. Yeah, yeah it's so it. Well, uh, so I saw one sec. So I, I meant to tell my children then. I said, when Mashiach when is going to come, we're going to have lines of those. Lines, long lines, waiting to hear the answer. What is this all about? I was the only thing that I was surprised about was that it happened in Brooklyn, because usually these type of stories happen somewhere I don't know in Arizona and the Catskills somewhere anyway. I don't know. Right, fine. The boys are on the clock. We're on the clock. We're on the clock. Huh? Strashne. Let's see. Nevi'im. This is the Nevi'im. Just, just, just. Eleven page eleven eighty seven. What happened in this Haftarah? Rabbi say, take a look. Page 1187, on the bottom. Rabbi said that every Haftarah has to have some sort of connection to the, to the Parsha. Because this was what, was what we read when, we weren't, when the laws forbidding us from learning the Torah. So not to lose that custom. We read something that, that um, resonated with the Parsha of the week. Moshe sent messengers to the king of the of Amiroim. Not Amiroim of the Gemara. The, the um, Amoira. The nation of Amoira. Sichoim. <coughs> right? Because he wanted to ask that Claudius should be allowed to pass through his territory on the way to Canaan. Sihai not only refused, but also came forth with his full armies to attack Lalis. Right? HaKadosh Baruch took care of that, destroyed everybody, then Lalis rolled and assumed possession of his land. Eretz Sihai. This sedra, in the course of its narrative, teaches that these lands had originally belonged to Moyov, but had been conquered and taken over by the Amorites. Thus, right? Thus, even though Klal Yisrael had been enjoined from doing battle with Moev, was nevertheless able to possess Moev's erstwhile land. Centuries later, the king of Ammon sought to recapture from Klal Yisrael the land that had won bids the heritage of Ammon's kinsman, Moev. Ammon and Moev were related. In one of history's earliest recorded diplomatic exchanges, Yiftoch HaGelodi refused Ammon's claims to the land and offered that a nation, the Norfolk, a chance to withdraw graciously its demands and its armies, and then his warnings went unheeded. Yiftach invoked the divine intervention that delivered Ammon into his hand. Another connection between the Sedra and the Haftarah is the underscoring of the inscrutability of God's ways. Neither his decrees, as exemplified by the, that of the Red Cow, nor his workings of history, shows as Yiftach's elevation to achieve them despite his humble and ignoble beginnings are comprehensible to the hum- human intellect. So, certain things, what we learn from Paraduma, certain things we can't we can't explain why things happen. Why does this guy have it all good? Why why is this person alive? Why is this person not? Right, two people were in the same situation. One survived, one didn't. Why is that? Why? Because of Kadosh Baruch Hu said so. Kadosh Baruch Hu decided. And the fa- the famous story that it's, it's told over between two friends. Who uh, made up with each other? Whoever passes away first is going to go. They had a few questions. Is going to come back in a dream and answer all the questions. So when he came back in a dream, he said, "No." He says, "No answers, huh? What you go for?" He says, "No," because when you get over here, there's no more questions. Everything is clear. So let's take a look what it says. In, this is in Shoftim, Perakut Aleph, Pasuk Aleph. Ve'yiftach Hageladi Hayagibar Chayal Vehu Ben Isha Vehu Ben Isha Zoyna. Vayoyled Gilad Esiftach. 
He was a mighty man of valor and he was the son of a concubine. Not sure why they why they translated this way, and and Gilad begat right. Gilad was Yiftach's father. Vatelad Eishes Gilad loy bonim. The wife of Gilad bore him children. Vayigdelu bnei haisha. Vayigorshus Yiftach, and those children grew up, and they uh, they drove Yiftach away, and they told him. You cannot live over here. You, you were born from a different woman. But, uh, but there was against the we're telling her, well, this is what happened. Whether it's right or wrong. No one, has said, no one ever said that this is right. This is the, not, the, we're an account of events. So Yiftach fled because of his brothers and settled in the land of Toiv. Empty-handed men gathered themselves about Yiftach and ventured forth with him. After a period of time, the children of Amon made war with Kal Yisrael. And it happened when the children of Amon made war with Kal Yisrael. So the elders of Gilad, they went to get Yiftach back. We need him. They said, they, what they said to Yiftach, Vayimur Yiftach, L'chav ha'yisa lanu l'katzin v'nilachim b'vnei Amoin. A man who was excommunicated from his family, sent away, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides what's right and what's wrong. And it came a time where they needed him to come back. And not only did he come back, but they elevated him to the highest position. Right? Svedi to them. Did the coming cases say if Yiftach so I'm not going deep. We're just going the pasuk by pasuk. We're on a clock. The idea is to cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time. But we can go deep into this. This is great. So what did Yiftach answer them back? You hate me. Now you want me to be your leader? You threw me out of my father's house. Now you have a problem, also now you come back. If you really don't hold of me, if you really think I'm wrong, if you really think I don't belong, I don't belong now either. Now you're stuck, so now all of a sudden I'm your friend? Come on, there's no good. So what they answer him back? They said to him, For this have we now returned to you that you go with us and we'll do battle with the children of Amon. You'll become a leader unto everyone from Gilad. If you bring me back to fight with Bnei Amon, the Nosan Hashem Oisel Lefonai, Akadish Baruch will, will um, hand them to me, and I win, then. Even when everything quiets down, I still stay your head. On that condition, I'm going back. Don't throw me away like a plastic cup after I'm, after you're done with me. So what they tell him? Hashem shall be witness between us if it is not according to your word that we do. So he went with them. They set him as a leader, as a chief over them, and Yiftach spoke all of his words before Hashem and Mitzvah. And after it goes to describe how Yiftach and Yilodi made, um, waged war, and began, as we said earlier, this conversation with Amoin. Um, but again, you see, Sometimes we think, oh, we're, we're, someone is do, he's doing something and um, he's doing something wrong and it seems as if it goes unaccounted for. Know that there will come a day where everything everything will come back to its place, eventually. However it is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world in his way. But you see sometimes people do things that they shouldn't be doing and it looks like they're getting away. No one gets away with nothing. The same way that no one gets away with doing something good. Someone does something good, you can't run away from it. It's going to come back. Take a look at Ksuvim.
Almost. Almost. Ksuvim is going to be. Yeah. Megillus, right? So we're going to go right now to Megillus Eicha. Page 1271. Right, Ruth? No. We're going to go now to Megillus Eicha. That's going to be on page. Eicha? Yeah, page 1273. <coughs> there is a song which was composed by um, Rabbi Abraham J. Tversky. Whoever heard of him, he was uh, huge. He was a godl. really was. A wise man. He composed the song which was sung by, and was put out by Avram Fried a number of years ago, where he describes, it's called Afreilich and Tishabav. So we know Tishabav is going to become a Yom so Instead of sitting and crying, we're going to wish each other a good Yom Afreilich and Tishabav. And he describes how everything that we were crying about is going to become a song. Why? Huh? Why? It's going to switch over. Do you think which guys are going to come on Tishabav? No, but when he does, Tishabav is going to be a Yomtev. Why? Like, basically. Tishabav will, will uh, and it's interesting, we, we said this shot by Ankurim, when it says, What's the significance of something turning over as opposed to something just one thing going away and another thing coming in its place? Right? What is it? Chodesh Adar, Yerav Zalman, Mesit Adar. Is reference to what in the Megillah? It was turned turned into. That means that it wasn't that the the uh, it wasn't just that the bad part the bad thing went away and something good came. Rather, the source of the good was from the worst place. The day that was supposed to be a day. To annihilate Kali Yisrael became not only a day that we weren't annihilated, rather it became a day where we rose to the highest heights of greatness. Right? Haman, not only did, did, he, did he not succeed in annihilating Kali Yisrael, he himself ended up on the same place where he wanted to put Mordechai. That's not poichu. evlom when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us that I will transform your mourning and your sadness into happiness, it doesn't mean that we're just going to be, the, the mourning is going to go away, the, the, the sadness is going to go away. But the source, the, everything that, that where the sadness came from, that's going to become the source of happiness. The day that we all wait, weep is the day where we're all, all going to dance. The place that was destroyed is going to become not just, it will be reinstated. It'll be reinstated to a level that it was ne- that it would never was before. Right, That's we commemorate also such things as wars, you know, as like pogroms and so on and so on. on because it all has it's all related to that. Yeah, but I mean, it happened in Europe. So, right? it's all but it's all a it's all a a. a, a we commemorate the word? cross crusades, right? No. So it happened in Europe. By the way, just for the record, we don't commemorate nothing. We're not a, we're, Judaism is not a memorial service. It's all, it's, it's much, a, a memory is something that's fleeting. You remember, okay. So one day a year I remember that there were crusades and I go out my life. The idea of all those commemorations, wh- of why we mention all of that, why do we mention Why is there a kina for, for what? because that's a way where we can connect to a destruction which we can relate to but it's not its own destruction. It's all destruction that stems from the same destruction of of, of Khurban Abayas. It stems to the same same destruction of the Miraglim. Of, uh, uh, that this is a bechil adores. This is a, a, a will be a, you cried for no reason. We'll be crying now for, for many 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 years. There will be a reason why to cry. It all. T- but how, how do we relate to that? How do we relate to the? Interest. It's something interesting, right? We know that every, the night of Tisha B'av is always the night of the of the Seder, right? The Arab Zalman, Noch Tisha B'av, at the Sida, Tosh Samanoch, we sit there for Seder, right? Yeah, this. 
What's the criteria for Sipur Yitzis Mitzrayim? What's the formula? What's the formula for Yitzis Mitzrayim? For Sipur Yitzis Mitzrayim? Huh? Formula. Maschil begnus. Umesayim b'shuach. The formula for properly giving over the story of Yitzis Mitzrayim is you start with the pain. You start when we were low. And then you say how we rose, 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 and you end off, wow, now now we're free, now Baruch brought us close, and so on. Tisha B'Av, it's very similar. Because what, what, how does it start off? Eicho Yoshva Bodod. How is it possible? What do you mean, how is it possible? Why not? Because the significance is that this is a place, this was a time which was the highest of the high. The whole bracha for the entire world came from, from the Beis Amidosh. Though everything came from Beis Amidosh. Everything. The, uh, the level of Ashur Zashchina in the world. We, were, we, were, we weren't in Golas. The bracha that the crops even had. Every avoid that was done in the Beis Amidosh, the karbonis corresponded to something else in the world. It sustained the world. Because the Baruch Hu sustained the, the channel, the bracha through through this was the place. This was a place that was splendor. Take think about a second. And all that turned into what's the Tzion Kesoda Techrash. Not just that it stopped, not just that there weren't as many people that showed up, but it was a field. There was no remembrance. There was no nothing to rem- that you, that you would ever think that in this place was the glo- most glorious place in the world. The same thing. We see, so all those kinas, that that's what they describe. It's that same formula. There was such beauty. Shivas, tell me the chachamim, communities. There was such splendor. Hoid v'hadar, we said. What's, what's the difference? Hoid v'hadar. Hoid is inner beauty. Hoder is outer beauty. We had everything. A full Jewish life. And all that was taken away. And that's the same question. Eicha, 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 eicha. And it's a question that we're supposed to think about every single day. Eicha, how? Because when you think in such a strong terminology of how is this possible, you need to think, how, what am I doing to make sure that it comes back? Because I can. Yes, I can. C-A-N. So that's Eicha Yoshua Badad. How is she stand all alone? Who? Ho'ir, the city that was what? Rabasi Om. That was always full of people. All of a sudden, Hoysa Kalmona stayed like a, like, a, like a widow all alone. You know what it means, a widow all alone? You know what it means, a widow all alone? I'll tell you. Okay, recently I had the privilege of delivering some packages. Masaskim is in a tre- tremendous organization. And we all know Masaskim, that they, what do they do by Shiva? They bring the tables, they bring the little chairs. Right? And they go much further than that. Because any family that has children, that needs, this, that, you know, needs a father, that is missing the father figure, and they're missing the mother figure. Throughout the year, every single Yom Tov, they send them packages. Not stamp packages, handouts. In the most designed, in the most beautiful and most honorable way. It comes time for school. Every single child will get a school supplies kit. Okay? There will be a gift for the, for, the, for the widow, for the widower. And there was a story that, was, that they published. A beautiful, beautiful thing. They send Hanukkah gift with, um, together with presents for games and whatever it is for, for Hanukkah. And they send each child gets money. Besides, they get dollars that were benched by tzaddikim. But they get, they get money, spending money. And one family, all the kids pull together their money and they bought the mother a present. They bought the mother a present. When the mother had her husband, she got a lot of presents. She wrote back a letter. She says, this is the first gift, new piece of jewelry that I got in seven years since her husband passed away. That's Hoysa Ke'almono. From a time where she had everything, 
She had a good life. No one, no, we're not a warrior in the world. Kalman also all alone, forgotten. Rabosi Vagoyim, one second. The greatest among the nations. Sarosi Bamadina is the princess among provinces. Hoysolamas has become a tributary. She weeps bitterly in the night. You see sometimes someone walking in the street, they lost a family member, they lost someone. They look like every, it looks like everything's okay. Yeah, there is a, a government. Israel is in our hands. Nonsense. It's nothing compared to what we had. Yeah, she looks all good in the street. It looks in, on the world, it looks all nice. But Balayla, when no, everyone's sleeping, no one is looking. She weeps and weeps. And her tear is on her cheek. She has no comforter from all her lovers. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. That's Churban. Coming out of that, and that's, you see, the, the, as we said before, the similarity. Churban is, you, you appreciate Churban, meaning understand what it is, when you realize the beauty that was and the beauty that was lost, and Geula is realizing from what a low place we were, and how all that changed in a second. The, no, it's, it's, it's brought down in Tanakh, and unfortunately I don't know exactly where it is, I'm going to admit and find out. The master will come to his place in the blink of an eye. How? We don't understand, but it's going to happen. Let's take a look at the Mishnah. I didn't forget about your question. One o'clock. Take a look at the Mishnah. We'll learn in Masech this Brochus. Oh, just what we were talking about. Maskir Nitzias Mitzrayim Balaylas. There's a mitzvah in the Torah to, to remember. Zachir Nitzias Mitzrayim. To remember Nitzias Mitzrayim at night, by day and by night. Omer Abelazah ben Azari. We say this. Where do we say this? Omer Abelazah. Harei Nikav and Shiv Mishona. And the Haggadah and Magid. I'm as if I'm 70 years old. Because he was 18. And he had a white beard. People should listen to him. Right? For those Zachir Nitzias Mitzrayim Mitzrayim Balaylas. I wasn't Zachir. That people should um, say. Remember Nitzias Mitzrayim. At night, on Achidosh ben Zayim, until ben Zayim came ahead and said, "This is what you should do." Shenemar lemantiskersim from which pasuk? He darshened it from lemantiskersim teitzchem eretz Mitzrayim. Call yimei chayecha. Yimei chayecha. The fact that the pasuk says "call" and not just yimei chayecha, yimei chayecha hayomim is a reference to the day that by in the morning we have to say. Where, where, where? How do we? How are we making this mitzvah every single day? Which pasuk in, in Kriyshma? To remember Yitzis Mitzrayim. Kol Yimei Chayecha is Baleilois teaches us, teaches us um, that we have to remember it at night as well. Yimei Chayecha Oilam Azeh is a reference to Oilam Azeh and Kol Kol Yimei Chayecha Lohavi Lemoisa Moshiach Maybe you could say that when you keep when you don't forget right this is Napoleon said this a nation that still stay, is connected to what happened so many years ago, such a nation you can't destroy. Yeah, it's hard, it's tough, there are tough times, but you, you stay strong, you don't, you don't let go, you end up seeing the, 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 the salvation, the revelation. Zokti Gemara, Tanya Omelem ben Zoyim al-Hacham v'chimazkirin, Yetzirah Mitzrayim, v'chimazkirin, Yetzirah Mitzrayim, Will we mention the Exodus from? We mentioned Yitzchak Mitzrayim when Mashiach comes. Are we going to still mention Yitzchak Mitzrayim? Because the Chum wanted to say that Kol Yemechayech is a reference that will still remember Yitzchak Mitzrayim and when Mashiach comes. So says Ben Zayma. The pasuk says in Yom Boim Numa Hashem, Veloyimru Oid Chay Hashem Asheheles Bnei Yisrael Meretz Mitzrayim. We're not going to mention again Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim because Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim is going to pale in comparison to the Nisan that we're going to have when Mashiach comes. Because 
says the so the Chacham answered him, We're not going to forget about Yitzitz Mitzrayim. Because that's what we... Rather, Rather, the salvation from Golos, that will be the focal, the focus. Yitzitz Mitzrayim, Tofaloi, and Yitzitz Mitzrayim will be pale from, in comparison to... Um, to the to the goals to to the to the nisim that happened no coming out of coming out of this goals okay dinay tfilas mincha om rabbi chel ba yom ravuna la oilim yizar adam betfilas mincha man should always a person should always be careful with tfilas mincha shrei loy nena elio when was elio answered at the time of Mincha, that's when Elio went forth. Why? Why is Tfilas Mincha so important? The more Shachars, everyone knows. In the morning, you get up, you go down in Shachars. Tfilas Arvis, Mairiv, by night. Also, when he comes home and he finished work, Shachars before you go to work, Mairiv after you go to work, very good. Regime, schedule. Not always. Not always. When is Mincha? In the middle of the work day. You stop in the middle, stop everything you're doing. Why? Because after Davin Ta Hashem. Especially in winter. Right? And that, that is extremely special. That is extremely powerful. That's the Koyach of Tfilas Mincha. Um, when you Davin Mincha, you put everything on the side and you focus. Therefore, its reward is, um, is is very great. If Nimshach Tfilas Mincha Adalayla, if Mincha goes very late, meaning it's close, very close, it's after Shkia. You don't say Tachanon, Ki Ein Oymim Tachanon Balayla. You don't say Tachanon at night. Therefore, you have to be careful to make sure that you should finish Mincha before nightfall. Because if it's really after nightfall, after all the Shkias and after all the then you don't say Kaddish Tiskabel on after Shemanesra. Why? Because the night has to do with, uh, is already the next day. So now just very quickly, five seconds. The Gemara says in Shabbos, I have a beautiful gift that I have in my, in my storehouses and its name is Shabbos. And I want to give this as a gift to Klal Yisrael. Right, so this is very something very interesting that Shabbos is referred to, not like um, different from any other mitzvahs, is referred to a maton. It's referred to as a gift. Why is it specifically as a gift? Because when Hashem officially appointed Klal Yisrael to be His chosen people, He injected a special gift of incredible spiritual light called Shabbos into the seventh day. And if you look in Kiddush, it starts off by Yom then it's Shabbos. Yom Ashvi existed right away. Shabbos, the Koyach of Shabbos as we have it, that was, an, that was the Matana, that was the gift that was given to us when we accepted the Torah. A thought to take. Ready. Sunday we're already preparing for next Shabbos. Everybody say, have a wonderful, wonderful, amazing day. Sure.